You got a diamond, you got nine men, got a hat and a bat, and that's not all. You got the bleachers, got them from spring till fall. You got a dog and a drink and an umpire's call. What do you want? Let's play ball. And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. Tonight is Monday, July the 20th, 2020. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois, my name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, I'm doing well, Joel. Thanks for asking. I'm coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. A hot and sticky Brooklyn, New York. As per usual, it seems these days. My hot take this evening is that if there, like, if God came down to me and was like, I've been listening to your prayers, Sam, but the Yankees have to win one more World Series in your lifetime, but I'm going to let you choose which year it is, I would choose this year because I think that it would be really fun from now on just every time I see a Yankees fan to be like, well, you know, 2020 didn't really count. Right. Like, it's like, yeah, I mean, eh, like technically, I guess, right. but like not for real. Right. Like we all know that's not real. <laughs> I just think that it would just make people so angry. <laughs> right. They get to celebrate their 27 and a third world right. series title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one doesn't count. You guys, what? You got to play the Marlins six times. That definitely doesn't count. Yeah. yeah. And the blue, and the, uh, the Orioles. And the Orioles. <laughs> yeah. That would uh, be... But anyway, it's going to be an interesting season in baseball. And whoever wins the World Series, it's not really going to count. Like, let's be honest. Unless it's the White Sox. If the White Sox <laughs> win the World Series, it definitely yeah. fucking counts. <laughs> I, I kind of hope the White Sox win this year. So I can yeah. be like, oh, Joe, it doesn't really count. <laughs> totally. That would really piss you off. Yeah, it would. It's pissing me off already. We haven't even started playing regular season baseball games yet. Yep. I spent all last week watching the intra-squad games. I'm convinced that the White Sox are going to go 51-9 and nine now that I've watched them play themselves over and over again. My favorite they part. Never lose. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, they finally they beat the Cubs in an exhibition game yesterday, and I was watching it. I was watching it on the Cubs broadcast, and one thing that made me realize was that announcers are going to have a way harder time this year than in the past because they used to have you used to be able to fill dead time with like. Let's look out at the fans and find the stupid things that the fans are doing. Right. Especially not, in extra innings. Especially like the sleeping guy in the 14th inning. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be hard. And I think announcers are going to have a lot more awkward dead time on the air than they, than they used to in the past. They can't yeah. even like cut to, you know... The sideline reporter's like, well, I'm down here, and I got my third chili cheese dog, and right. talk to Bill, the cheese dog guy. You know, right. you it's want so-and-so's anniversary today, and they've come yeah. to a baseball game every year since their first date. Exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah, you won't have those. You yeah. won't have the sausage races. Like, what are you going to do in the sixth inning without the sausage races? Right. You could have a socially distanced sausage race. Yeah. The, like, video, electronic video ones are not the same. Right. I wonder how you could do it. Um, do you want to know what halftime or, like, inning break gimmick I really like? Is it the Reds who have that really fast guy who they like have him race hey. all of these people? No, it's the Braves. It's the free. The yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that too. Because it's always like people get such a huge head start and like <laughs> three quarters of the way through the race, they're like, oh, fuck yeah. I'm yep. going to do it. I'm going to be the guy who beats this really fast guy in the whatever <laughs> speed suit. And he just like, zooms past him in the last quarter of the race. <laughs> like, they're standing still. It's so great. I love that, too. Everybody, uh, everybody gets that look on their face, like, I got it! I got him this time! I'm the one! Yeah. <laughs> that is that is a pretty amazing baseball yeah. game. That's going to be great. Um, two, two recommendations I have. Uh-huh. Dogs in the bleachers to uh, return home run balls. Uh-huh. There's, like, five golden retrievers out there to, like, catch balls that oh, go into... Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. And then the other one is celebrity and guest announcers, right? Like, get Hank Azaria to call a game. Get Farrell to call a game. Well, you, uh, you haven't been watching the KBO, right? No, I've watched, like, two games. Because that, like, those announcers, A, there's no fans in the stadium. B, they don't know anything about the players or the league. And, like, C, it's whatever, five in the morning. So right. they're broadcasting uh, from the basement in New York. Right, exactly. They, yeah, exactly. They're like, fuck, I hope my kids don't come downstairs right now. Because, like, right. I'm, not cha- I'm not changing a diaper while I'm right. working or whatever. Yeah. Um. So, but they they have like a lot of guests on, which I think is like a like sort of structure that Major League Baseball probably will mm-hmm. follow. Like they'll have a lot of Zoom guests. I think that's good. That's good. Yeah, and they've got to be interesting guests, right? Like I, I don't know. I really don't care about, like, the Phillies all-star catcher from 1966 or something like that. Right. Yeah. But you'll have some of that. Well, there will be, yeah, there will be something like that. Anyway, so, yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting season. We're really going to find out who the good announcers are and who the shitty announcers are. Totally. Well, I think that, like, the announcers, I think that it's going to be, like, Usually it's like you got your play-by-play guy who's a professional announcer. And then you have your color commentary guy who's like an ex-ball player. Right. I think that you're going to find out who the good ex-ball players are at announcing. That'll be interesting, yeah. Because I feel like the play-by-play people, like, they probably just announce their dreams in their sleep. You know what I mean? Like, they can just go. Yeah. That's their job. That totally makes sense. I definitely agree with you on that one. 
except possibly the really old announcers. Do you know any who are like senile at this point? <laughs> Is that old White Sox guy still there? No. No, no Hawk, that's who I was thinking of, though. Like, yeah. at the end of his career, I was like, Hawk Hills, you make no sense whatsoever. <laughs> right. Yeah, he, the, uh, I don't know. You know, the Athletic uh, the athletic first reported, listen to me, I sound just like ESPN right now. Yeah, um, <laughs> they did a fan survey of all of the... Um, announcing teams mm-hmm. across the entire major oh. league baseball did you see that uh uh-uh, no when what how long ago was this um like a month ago maybe okay. it was during the during the pen like during the lockdown right um it was interesting um the mets got the number one huh which was crazy to me but then I realized that it was TV only. And I like realized that I never watched the Mets on TV because it's like, if I watch the Mets, I'm at a bar and I don't like listen to the commentary and right. I can't watch them at home because I don't have cable and they're blacked out on MLB TV because I live in the market. Right. So I'm, it's Keith Hernandez and is the color guy. And then there's like some play-by-play guy but they're like universally adored and then i found out that nobody likes the red sox right yeah there's definitely Um, a whole gary remy i could i like we used to have this guy the play-by-play guy don orsillo who apparently everyone loved and they're really mad that he's not there anymore Mm -hmm. and that's fair because he kind of got hosed on his like he was like i think i deserve more money and nesson was like you're fired uh-huh. so like people are upset about that but i feel like dave o'brien is the guy who replaced him does a very good job and like uh-huh. jerry remy probably should retire and dennis eckersley should take over full time i think uh-huh. right yeah gary remy's been there a long time and he says like crazy things sometimes right and right. sometimes racist things you know what i mean <laughs> Everyone's like, ooh. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. You got to get that sweet spot. Um, I think like, I've... Crazy but not racist? Crazy but not racist, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of the White Sox play-by-play guy, Jason Benetti. And he'll also... He does the ESPN... Uh, what's it called? StatCast? Um, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, the the powered by Amazon games in the playoffs. It's like the alternate broadcast, so you can get away from J- from A Rod and listen to Steve ben- uh, Jason Benetti, and it's just about it's like heavy on sabermetrics and stats, and they'll oh, cool. they'll, they'll show like lift angle and exit velocity and uh, you know all the like. It's real heavy on like uh, distance covered by the center baseman to catch that fly ball and what is catch percentage odds words. It's like watching a video game, really. But right. Benetti's really good, and so I also watched Benetti. He did the White Sox interest squad games with uh, Chuck Garfine, and they were hilarious because they're interest squad games. So they're calling them like the real baseball games, but then the manager's like, "No, I want to do full outs, right?" Like he 
because it's practice. So you're listening to Jason Benetti. He's like, and that's a strikeout. End the inning. Oh, wait. Nope, never mind. We're going to keep playing just because we can. And then, like, uh, Giolito, Lucas Giolito was pitching one of the games, and they had him pitch the bottom of the fourth and the top of the fifth just to get him more practice. So Benetti was like... Stretch him out a little. Exactly. Benetti was like, Ed, Giolito has switched teams mid-game. What a trick he is. Right. And then at the end, he's like, Ed, it was either a 2-2 tie or the home team won 3-2, but who cares? (laughs) uh, I have Lucas Giolito on my fantasy team, so if you're looking to make a trade, let me know. I'm just I I still can't access my Yahoo account. I was trying to do that earlier today. <laughs> I have no idea who's on my team. Uh, yeah, but I should definitely get all the White Sox on my team right now. Yeah, they're gonna be undefeated. They're gonna be undefeated. Keiko, they're playing the Cubs right now. They're up five nothing in the fourth. So there you go. Uh. Cool. So before we get to headlines, I want to give a shout out to everybody who listened to last week's episode. Special shout out to Thomas, our guest last week. Please check out that uh, episode. The Mariners are going to win the World Series this year, Sam. Right. Because it doesn't count. And that would be just their luck. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Thanks to everybody listening Dublin, Ireland, Cincinnati, Ohio, Vancouver, Washington, Tonta, Egypt, Portland, Oregon. Don't get don't get snatched off. Yeah, the don't street. get disappeared by the KGB. I mean yeah. US Department of Homeland Security police. Yeah. Watch out, Portland. Algonquin, Illinois, Barcelona, Spain, Lewiston, Maine, Lansdowne, Pennsylvania, Champaign, Illinois. Thank you so much for listening. If you listen to us on Apple iTunes, give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. Tweet at us, um, at Dub on the Ump. Also check us out on Facebook, SoundCloud, and Spotify. All right. Did you want Did I want to do the first headline, or did you want to do the first headline? I think headline? I was going to read the first headline. Okay. Go for it. Okay. Baseball is back, baby. This Thursday, a meaningful baseball game will be played in the USA. Just kidding. It's just the Yankees versus the Nationals. But this Friday, meaningful baseball games will be played in the USA. That's right, sheeple. Major League Baseball season is set to start, despite the coronavirus pandemic being way worse than it was when we decided to stop playing baseball. Uh, And I got to say, I'm excited, as pissed as I am about the league this year, I will be so happy to get off work on Friday and hopefully catch the last three innings of the Red Sox versus the Orioles. Oh, it's a good thing I read this headline. That would make no sense for you if you had read that part. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, Joel, the question is, how's your fantasy baseball team looking? (laughs) (laughs) Locked out of my Yahoo account because I only use Yahoo for one thing and one thing only. But you know how I do at Fantasy Baseball. It's just all White Sox and, like, Yasiel Puig, who doesn't have a job. Right. Um, One, I wanted to make one note about that Yankees-Nationals game. The first pitch is going to be thrown out by Dr. Anthony Fauci. (laughs) 
He's a big Nationals guy. He's a big Nationals guy, right. And at first I was like, oh, cool. That's cool. Good for him. And then I was like, in an empty stadium in Washington, D at the height of the coronavirus plague. It's just going to be whoa, a whoa. Yeah. We're probably not at the height yet, Jill. So. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Don't call this the height because they right. were calling it the height back at the end of March. <laughs> and, like, we proved them wrong. USA. 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 Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so that's going to be a really, like, that's going to be on the cover of every, you know, newspaper and magazine, a picture of Dr. Yeah. Fauci pitching in front of an empty stadium. Yeah, that's going to be a, uh, whatever, whatever, Pulitzer, is that what you get for photography? Like, what's uh, the highest uh, photography? Yeah, I don't like know. Because Pulitzer is a journalism one. I don't know if there's specifically an award for photojournalism. Yeah. That's yeah. a good right, but yeah. You're absolutely right though. One of those pictures is gonna be you know, especially if there's like a thund- it's gonna yeah. be in textbooks. Yeah, exactly. It will be in textbooks. It's gonna be crazy. Um but yeah, I am so excited. You know, I've got I'm looking at White Sox V Cubs on my phone right now, even as we talk. White Sox open it up the next day at home against the Twins. And I know, you know, okay, I know your official position is this season doesn't count. But we open with a three-game stand at home against the Minnesota Twins, who are one of at least two teams that we have to catch. And it's only a 60-game season, so this three-game set to start the season out is gonna matter a lot. Yeah. Yeah. This is like the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Like, exactly. Of of baseball. Major League Baseball history. This is like <laughs> this is to Major League Baseball history as Tokyo Drift was to the Fast and the Furious franchise. That's oh, all I'm like, saying. Clearly the worst of the franchise, yet everybody remembers it for hilarious reasons. <laughs> Right. It was so bad that no one wanted to do it again. But then they did it. Nine. Well, I mean, yeah. There was no more Tokyo Drifts. Was that the only one that did not have the, like, Vin Diesel? Um, I think Vin Diesel, I think it didn't have Paul Walker in it. Paul Walker. I think Vin Diesel made, like, a cameo appearance. Right. I think Ludacris was maybe in it. Oh, is Ludacris in... I don't know. I have not been doing my homework and keeping up with the Fast and the Furious franchise. Uh, Paul Walker's dead. I know. Paul Walker's dead. I know that. It's very sad. Died in a car accident, too, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's fucked up. A high-speed car accident. Uh, Don't try this at home, kids. Yeah. Life Uh, in arts is what it is. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, I am so excited for baseball. I have just loved watching meaningless baseball on my phone and on my computer while in quarantine. It's good. But no baseball in Canada this season. That's right. Canada, a.k.a. the Great White North, presumably in reaction to the Black Lives Matter movement, has said thanks but no thanks to Major League Baseball in Canada this season. The Canadian federal government has denied the Toronto Blue Jays' request to get an exemption to the coronavirus restrictions to play their home games in Toronto. 
quote the Canadian federal government, wait, you're going to go to America and then come back? Hard pass. Which, again, America is quickly becoming the, you know, oh, what's the the Thunderdome of the world? Right. Uh, But sadder. But sadder, yeah, exactly. We are the Florida of the world. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Uh, Blue Jays Brass said, cool, we totally got it. We don't want to go there either. So the Blue Jays, you know, opening night is five nights away. They, They open up on the road, so they've got a little bit of time. But the Toronto Blue Jays do not have a place to play. They still need to find a place to play their home game. So. Sam, I want you to speculate wildly now as to where the Jays will play their 30 home games this season. Uh, well, I think that they'll probably play them in Florida because this is America and yeah. that's how we do. Right. You don't get to like come down here from Canada and be like, oh, I don't want to go play in the epicenter of the coronavirus outbreak. <laughs> like, oh, the governor down there is pretending like everything's fine and a bunch of people are dying. It's a terrible situation. Like, you can't come down here Canada and tell us that. You go to Florida and you play in your spring training facility. <laughs> All right? Yeah, that's probably the most likely situation, but the players are not happy about it. Right. I'm pushing for Buffalo. There's a AAA team in Buffalo they could be the Buffalo Blue Jays, at least for the season. Jesse could go watch that. Well, no, Jesse couldn't go watch them. Jesse could go hang out outside the AAA stadium in Buffalo and yeah. root them on from outside. Right. That's what I'm hoping for. And yeah, then Buffalo's maybe, a big tailgate town anyway. Right. They probably would kick you off their property. Yeah. What, oh, the Canadians? Yeah, they'd be like, oh, please, will you step <laughs> off of the property, please? And you can watch Yankees at Blue Jays in Buffalo, in a AAA stadium in Buffalo, New right. York. How great would that be? That would be great. <laughs> and Jose and Bautista if- could be like, hold on, there is only one baseball team in New York. Exactly. It's the Buffalo Blue Jays. It's the Buffalo Blue Jays, right. <laughs> they could be New York's team. Yeah. How great would that be? It would be great. <laughs> They're definitely going to whoop up on the Mets. Yeah. Nobody, nobody thinks the Mets. Uh, the other... play in Arizona, right? No, because they... Uh, well, I mean, they could. But the idea is, you know, the whole you only play in your division... The whole point of oh, that right. was to travel. So if they go play in Arizona, that defeats the entire purpose of the schedule. Right. And Toronto plays in the Central Division, right? No, they're in your division. They play in the East yes. Division? I thought Toronto was part of the Central. No, dude. They're AL East. What are you talking about? No, I know. But I didn't think that they were breaking it down by the divisions, actually. I thought that Toronto got lumped in... No, the no, they. We got right. uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. No, they ended up sticking with divisions. Oh, they did. So, yeah, yeah, they were thinking about it was actually going to be like Pittsburgh was going to switch. It was going to be Pittsburgh and Atlanta. I thought were the teams they were going to swap. Uh, okay. Uh, but then they decided not to do that. They're sticking with uh, their division. So, right. Toronto, 
Toronto too complicated for them to think about probably on their yachts. They're like, oh, jeez. <laughs> right. We got to think about splitting up divisions now. Oh. This is getting a little sea block, but I was sitting on the toilet the other day, and <laughs> I think it would be cool, you know, if, if MLB ends up expanding, you add Portland, Oregon, and Montreal, and um, then you have four divisions per league instead of three, and you would actually end up with, like, a south division of, like, the Nationals, the Braves, the Texas teams, the Florida teams, and maybe Kansas City or St. Louis. Huh. It would That's never happen, cool. but I was like, I was like playing it around, playing around with the idea in my head. Yeah, the only thing C block about that was the fact that you had to mention the fact that you were sitting on the toilet when you had this thought. I do my best sitting on the toilet. <laughs> it could just be implied, Joel. You know, and then we're still yeah. A block. <laughs> um, but I guess the bottom line about this is it's crazy that Canada's like no dude like this is not over fuck no you can't go back and forth across the right. national borders well, I mean, all joking aside it makes sense because yeah. Canada is taking this thing more seriously than we are right. they're a different country and right. you know they're like well what they're doing down there doesn't match up with what we're doing up here and we don't want that kind of like international constant border crossing because it's not just the like Blue Jays going to play all of their away games in the States. It's like all of the other teams are coming there to play their games against the Blue Jays. You know, it's a lot. Including Tampa Bay. Right. And Miami. And Miami. And Atlanta. And, you know. Yeah. 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 So it makes, I mean, you know, all joking aside, it may, like, it probably was never going to happen. Um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, and, you know, kudos to Canada. They could also play in Pittsburgh. It'll and... be interesting to see what happens once NHL season starts, though, because, like, I'd be willing to bet that Canada will be like, oh, yeah, no, cool. Hockey's cool. <laughs> well, no, they are. But the two, the two hockey, hockey is starting in two bubbles in Canada. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. So, so Canada is hosting the NHL in, I think, like Montreal and Edmonton or something like that. I, I, I read this. So all the NHL players stay in fucking Canada. Right. And all those two sport athletes who chose hockey over like football or baseball and their entire family was like, you fucking idiot. They're all like, yeah, who's laughing now? Uncle Mark. Exactly. <laughs> right. Football, man, we can talk about this, but I think NFL football is not in a good spot right now. They don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. They just. They were just banking on it being over by the time they had to start going to work. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Yes. We're getting, we're getting off topic now. So yes. I'm moving on to the next headline here. Uh, and this is one, Joel, that's very near and dear to your heart, I know. Right. Um, and so I'm interested to hear your take on this. Um, unsigned free agent and friend of the show and 
Cincinnati Chili lover, Yasiel Puig, was on the verge of signing with the Atlanta Braves, uh, and it was contingent on a negative COVID-19 test. He tested positive, calling the Braves, call, causing the Braves to call off the deal. As of two days ago, at least 40 players across the league have tested positive and have had to be quarantined. This includes Braves' Freddie Freeman, who was interviewed as saying that he had a 104-degree fever and that he was praying for his life. Uh, question. How the hell is this going to work? Like, guys are going to get coronavirus during the season. Yeah. Well, okay. I, I have another question just to tack on to that other question. Yeah. Is like, how much is going to be too much? Right. I, I feel like that's like, there. it's a dual question. It's like, how's it going to work? And like, at what point are the players going to be like, we're tired of getting sick? Exactly. And it's so crazy. And this is, I mean, it's going to be like somebody goes to the ER or somebody fucking dies. Right. Goes on a ventilator. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and Freddie Freeman is back to work. He is back playing with the Braves as of now. But he was in serious condition. I don't think he had to be hospitalized. Right. Uh, but this is also, you know, one of the reasons why coronavirus has been so hard to deal with, because so many of these guys are testing positive and they have no idea. Right. They're like, I feel fine. This is crazy. I have no idea why I'm testing positive. And sorry, you got to go into a two week quarantine now. That was right. a deal. With the White Sox, Yohan Moncada, he tested positive. He was like, what? <laughs> How did yeah. this happen? Um so you've got this entire spectrum of I feel fine because I'm a 25-year-old elite athlete to I am also an elite athlete, but I can't move, taste, smell, and I have 104-degree fever. Right. Um, it's a serious fever for an adult. God, that's so high. Yeah. yeah. That's, you should not have 104-degree fever. That's not a good sign. So, yeah, so what is the breaking point going to be? At, you know, is it going to be a point where a team has to forfeit games because they don't have enough guys to play because everyone's on COVID-19 IR? Um, and at what time does the player? it's really going to be the players union who's like, no, we got to shut this down. Right. And, like, after all of this posturing in the preseason to, like, figure out what the schedule is going to look like it's going to be harder for either side to be like well we got to shut it down now without it looking like a like a move you know yep. what i mean yep you're absolutely right about that that's going to be tough i mean i'm hopeful i'm hoping for the best you know they they're no the hard thing is that baseball is the only sport that's planning on traveling Right? They're limiting travel, but they, you've still got to get your entire squad from the Bronx to Miami. And that has a lot of risks to it. Right. Because they ain't taking the Greyhounds. <laughs> no, the, only the Marlins have to take the Greyhounds. Right, yeah. The Marlins have to, like, go on Craigslist rideshare <laughs> to, like... See, I was like, oh, hey, trying to catch a ride to New York City this weekend. <laughs> Got a three-game set in the Queens. <laughs> well, I mean, actually, the hardest one is going to be for the Seattle Mariners. 
because they've got to go to California and to Texas. And, and Arizona. Yeah. Yep. So that's going to be tough. But um, I don't know. The NL East, too, it's like they got to go to Florida. Like, Florida's the worst, right? Like, I, by yeah. far. Yeah. Um, Florida is like New York um, In, months ago. Yep. Um, Except their government was refusing to do anything about it. Right. They're not trying. They're letting, They're just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Too many old people in this damn state anyway. Exactly. So like, bad. Fucking killing the vibe with all the pool parties, you know? <laughs> well, that's the other thing. I mean, I hope... Yes, these are like athletes in their twenties and thirties who at the who are at the height of physical health. Right. But low it, low risk group, which is right. Great. Yeah, which is good. Right. But you don't want anyone to die. No. Yeah. But they're still at risk, and the managers and the coaches are at risk who are not in their twenties and thirties. Right. And are yeah. not healthy. And they're not healthy. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, and also, it's like not all of professional baseball players are like at the peak of physical fitness. Let's right. be honest. If Bartolo True. Colon was in the league right now, like I don't <laughs> think anyone would put him in a low risk group. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Well, and if I mean, I think some guys have opted out. Uh, Keiko for the uh, not Keiko, Kopech. For the Chicago White Sox, he's opted out for the season. A couple other guys have, too, for family concerns or, you know, underlying health concerns. Michael Kopech, that's his first name. Um, I watch these White Sox inter-squad games, and all the bench coaches and managers are wearing masks, but only about half of them are wearing their masks correctly. Right, that's fucked up. I know, I'm like... Why do you even bother? They all, like, so many of them either they don't have it over their nose or it's just hanging off of their chin. You're not helping, dude. You're not helping at all. Yeah, you don't get it. Exactly. They don't understand the point here, do they? Right. And the thing is, is, like, at this point to not get it, it's a willful thing. Right. You have to be intentionally not, you have to be intentionally trying to not get it. Yeah. To not get it. Yeah. It's so messed up. Yeah. All right. Well, and it's like, I feel so bad because I'm so excited about baseball coming back. But it still feels like we've got to cross our fingers and hope kind of policy here. Hope what? Cross our fingers and hope that nobody gets sick policy here. Oh, right. Oh, the presidential policy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's called, yeah. Right. Although he's not crossing his fingers, let's be honest. No. no Nor is he hoping that nobody gets sick. He doesn't, he doesn't give a damn. That would be that would be a huge step up for our current president. Yeah. If we were like, oh, he actually would like people to not get sick. Meanwhile, we're going to get to watch Anthony Fauci in a Nationals jersey throw out first pitch. Yeah. Plague doctor. Well, well, that was a real bummer. 
Let me hold on. Let me check something to try and bring my spirits up here before we sign off. Uh, White Sox 5, Cubs 0, bottom of the 5th. Tim Anderson reaches on the infield single. single. Perfect. Love it. Okay. Go White Sox. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Again, if you listen to us on Apple iTunes, give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. Also, follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump. You can also check us out on Facebook and listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you happen to get your podcasts. For Sam, my name is Joel. Thank you so much. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Is that a fly ball? Or is it a seagull? Coming in from the lake.